It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Does your insurance agent treat you like family? Insurance Corporation is programmed to build interpersonal relationships with members of family units. We communicate on a four-name basis with all customer numbers. Only a human who knows you can create a plan that's right for you. That's why for more than 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Talk to a Farm Bureau agent today or visit fbfs.com slash protect. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs> right, so, sorry, we, we, we finished the pod, but we forgot to mention... Um, Barty wanted to say something. I want to say good luck to my wife and to my mate Sasha, who's running the half marathon in Richmond with me this weekend. And I didn't want to say it at the end of the pod, because I thought you were fucking cut me off. It was an intro now, wasn't it? I wouldn't yeah. cut you off. But good, luck, good luck, Lena and Sasha. Yeah, good luck, Lena and Sasha, and... Um, Listen to the pod. Are you sure? What? Don't listen to the pod. 
Not we talked about some bad Sasha stuff. Can, Sasha can listen. Lena can't listen. Listen, yeah. we talked about some bad stuff here. We talked about um, Liverpool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, about how, <laughs> how big they are and why we hate them. Yeah, it goes pretty dark. Yeah. And then they got Lucas Moura and Hugo Lloris. They're in discretions. And then how much is Flav worth? It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's episode 10, season 8 of the Fighting Cod Podcast. Today I'm joined by Flonius Filth hey. and we've got Bardi. Hello. It's been a bit of a difficult week for Tottenham, hasn't it? It has, it has. Yeah, not so much going off and off the pitch. Obviously, internationals have done and dusted. Harry Kane getting thrown over, uh, uh, thrown over the coals. Is that right? Um, what? Just not form. You know, there's constant stories <laughs> about... Oh, he's not scored in four games, though. Yeah, there's that. There's the constant stories about his game-changing, that he hasn't shot from outside the box, that he's tired, he should be rested, all the usual bollocks around August he must fucking hate August he's scoring goals he scored as many goals as Salah this season and yet uh, I saw a brilliant article actually in the Liverpool Echo um, no it's in his head uh, no the reason the reason why Kane is fatigued is because he was desperate to catch Salah last season fucking hell unbelievable it's like a parody paper but uh, not the Liverpool Echo is a joke but not the Liverpool it's mostly Liverpool fans saying oh don't worry about these guys they're cunts we, we know Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so you saw it as well. So these four games are the four England games. Yeah. Like a World Cup quarter final, semi final, third place playoff, and against Spain. Mm. You know, fuck's sake. Oh, and it doesn't even matter, does it? It's a shit. Um, hey, boys, been alright? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, I mean, I I don't even give any Liverpool game a second thought until I saw the list of injuries we have. Now I'm kind of like, well, what are you a little bit nervous about? Well. I think we'll win, but not as confident as I was before Delhi Delhi Ali got injured and Hugo Lloris. Well, <laughs> obviously, uh, well, we'll come on to Lloris, obviously, and uh, we're going to be talking about Lucas Moura, Alderweireld, and his comments this week, and all the rest of it, and obviously previewing the Liverpool game. Um, well, uh, so that's changed your mind a little bit. I know Vorm. I'd much rather Lloris being goal than Vorm, but I think we might. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how we perform without Ali and how much of an impact he has on the team because it's often easy to forget what he does because of the work that he does off it, off the ball. Um, but it'd be interesting because it seems like maybe Lucas Moura and Son would start. It would make us a bit more counter-attacking. They're both quicker and it might change how we set up. We'll probably bin the 4-2-2-2-2-2 um, the um, forever on that we've been playing. You're not a fan of that, are you? That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's it, okay. <laughs> you can, at least you can, all of a sudden, you've got a little bit of width either side of Kane. Put Kane back where he belongs. and Just up top on his own. Up top and put Sun and Lucas around him. I don't think Sun will start, so. Um, he, played, he played again this week, didn't he? He did, yeah. Played two games, I think. So I want the Asian Cup weren't enough for him, they just thought, let's stick him in and do some other football. I think, I think in November he's got a break. Yeah. But that, that, was, a, that was a deal. So, um,. He's got a break from international football. Yeah, and, and so November is an international break, but I think we said we, you know, yeah, he can't play those games. Um, so obviously, uh, Loris Ali out injured. Um, we've got Liverpool who have started the season well in terms of results, but I was speaking to a couple of guys from the Redman TV, and they said their performances haven't been excellent. Like no, they the, haven't. Game, the game against West Ham, they kind of rolled them over, but West Ham have been the sort of whipping boys so far this year. Um, obviously not a point registered for them so that game in itself can't doesn't say much about what Liverpool are um, they were under the impression that going into after beating West Ham like that they're just going to carry on from where they were last season but the games that, after, that, that came after that although they won them have been more less less cohesive going forward than, than, they're, than they're used to well they were against they were against two solid teams Leicester and Brighton who are quite well organised yeah and so it wasn't there wasn't much they could do but they've got the points, they've got the three points and that was what's important. Well yeah, I think the Leicester game in particular was one where um, I think when um, Alisson made that mistake they looked a bit ropey and um, that might be something we can exploit. So um, obviously if you put pressure on Alisson you might, you know, fuck up. Alisson's style was, you've seen him at Roma last year, but his style is to be that kind of like um, risky, or risky, risky. Uh, goalkeeper, he, he, like yeah. that chip that he did against was it Brighton? Brighton? Yeah, it was Brighton. Which you know, to me, would have my, my heart would be in my mouth completely. But it seems to be the way he's comfortable playing. 
He's a good goalkeeper. He's, he's trying to prove a point, I think. I think he's going a bit too far to prove that he's the most expensive goalkeeper in the world. He's well, a, he was. Well, he was. He's, a, he's an excellent goalkeeper. He's only had one real season of full of first-team football. So he still does have a point to prove, and that might be in his mind. We've seen good goalkeepers come to this country and struggle to adapt immediately. De Gea, Lloris, these kind of guys. Taibi. Taibi. <laughs> they struggled with their football. So he, he joined Roma not as the first choice. He was second place to Szczesny for, yeah, yeah. for, for a while. But he, he said in an interview that he, he had the confidence to know that he would come out as the best, manage, uh, best, best goalkeeper in that instance. Sometimes goalkeepers take time to sell. Lloris was second choice to Friedel for a, f- a month, that. maybe. That's very frustrating. It was really month. upsetting, yeah. but yeah, but that's what happens. Um, how good do you think Liverpool are, and, and, and where do you think they'll end up this season? Are they a step above us? In terms of um, getting their targets, um, got to be a little bit jealous of them. It pains me to say um, they needed a keeper, they got one. They needed a defender, they got one in January. Um, you know, they've got Fabinho in he's quite versatile he's not had much of a look in yet yeah, so, um, a minute yet, no. yeah so Liverpool I don't think they'll win the league I don't think they're good enough to win the league um, I think definitely the top four um, yeah I don't think they're going to see when I look at them I think they're, they're probably the only ones that are going to challenge City but no no do you think no because Liverpool fans seem to think that because they can beat Man City because they've got the style to beat them that they're better than them mm. you know it's a bit like Juan Manuel Marquez and Manny Pacquiao. He could beat Pacquiao every time, but can he beat everyone else? Yeah, for those that don't know, so Pacquiao was ruling the world, just so give people, so it's not everybody... No context, man, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, uh, Pacquiao was, at this time, the elite worldweight fighter. Yeah. or, or Mayweather um, or the latter weights but basically he had a style there's someone had a style that he just couldn't figure out and this one um, guy who was good yeah. Marquez he was definitely world level but you yeah. just couldn't figure him out could he too? yeah so um, Liverpool and Tottenham are the teams who are kind of earmarks to give City a challenge in terms of um, when they play each other but Liverpool still got 36 other games that they need to win as do as do us and I don't know, but then Man City haven't been imper- haven't been imperious this season either, have they? No, so, so who knows? But I don't think Liverpool have enough to win the league this year. It's, it's three games in. Man City are still suffering with the World Cup hangover. So three or four, four, three, four games, yeah. four games in. Liverpool, Liverpool been a bit fortunate. I mean, they've, the only kind of player they're still really missing is Lovren. So it's not like he's any good anyway. But um, well, he got destroyed at the game last year um, at, Wiley, uh, yeah. at Wembley. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he got, didn't he get taken off at half-time? I think he did. Was it after half an hour? Half an hour. A half an hour. That's got to do something to you. Liverpool got a strike force, which when they're on song can scare anybody. They're very clever the way they play. They drop off, they find space. And Salah has been... Um, he, 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 it's not like Liverpool discovered him. He's been a great player for a while now. But the way he's adapted to Premier League on his second time round has been quite amazing. Um, what do you make of the rivalry or lack of rivalry? or, or what, what do you think about this sort of ongoing... Rivalry is too much of a word. I would say issue that Liverpool and Spurs fans seem to have with each other. None, neither of which will admit. I think it's social media, really. Um, yeah. People who use social media are kind of in a bubble and they think that everyone else feels the same way they do. When Liverpool do play Spurs, I don't sense an atmosphere. I don't sense anything walking up to the ground that you know it's going to get a bit hairy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. It's not. all it's all social media. It's all memes. You know, Liverpool fans say you know Deli Ali's never won a trophy and stuff like that. But it started, I don't think it's anything to do. I don't think it's anything beyond social media. It seemed to start. No, definitely not. But it seemed to start um, about 2012 when we signed Dempsey and they wanted him, and Dempsey then we signed Sigurdsson as well. Sigurdsson, yeah, and uh, and and Ericsson as well, and they used that hashtag. Get your own scouts. Get your own scouts. It's fucking cringy in well, itself. Up until that point, we'd never really bothered them. We'd never occupied the same place in the league as them. So we were just an afterthought for them. And now all of a sudden, our improvement in form has put us as a rival to them. And we've taken their spot in the top three at the moment. And in the top four in previous seasons, I don't know what the stat is, but I think they finished above us, what, once? In 10 years. Yeah. Once in 10 years. So you can see why there's a rivalry there, because automatically the teams are rivals for that top four space. I think I'm more ready to admit my um, disdain for Liverpool than Liverpool for our fans are to admit that of Spurs. Uh, and I think that comes from their arrogance, that they still believe that they're... Um, I mean, they are a bigger club in terms of fan base and history, 
in terms of what they've achieved in the last 10 years were comparable in the most extreme. But I can, I can see why they get pissed off with us because we, they're, they're our rivals, but in their minds, um, three Champions League finals in the last 12 years puts them in their heads above us and like they shouldn't like yeah. like West Ham they see us as like a West Ham that they shouldn't even need to like express a rivalry with us because they reckon they're so bigger than us which is what upsets us quite a lot I think the thing in Liverpool is that they're a club who I know it's going to sound ironic in the last 10-12 years but they know how to win in the sense that they at least get to finals you know what I mean they got to the Europa League final under Klopp mm. What was the other final they got to the Champions Cup League final and League Cup. League Cup. So they get they get there. And Spurs aren't even doing that. Yeah. So I can understand why they're saying, well, <laughs> you know, why are you guys giving it large about the league when you're not even but I would, challenging for my, I would counter that by saying that a a league position is a better guy. Well, to, no, of course. Yeah. You play you play everyone twice, didn't you? Yeah, and, but, yeah, and over a longer period. I would rather have finished fourth and got to the Champions League final. Yeah, you know, absolutely I would. But in terms of how well you're performing generally on the team over nine years to finish yeah. consistently above them you would say that our form has been better than theirs has been no, of course yes. but then when Liverpool got to the Champions League final there was a belief that they'd win there's a belief in the players that they'd win mm. and sometimes it, sometimes you need that bit of arrogance to get to the next level and you know, Liverpool as much as I don't particularly like them right now they have the arrogance that they're going to go into a game and win, they're not going to fluff their lines. And you need that, it's, though. Yeah. It's and an <coughs> ingrained belief. Yeah, like Real Madrid have it as well. Yeah. Yeah. When, when we played, we're, we're definitely lacking that. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to keep going back to this over and over again this season, but the FA Cup semi final last season against Man U was just an example of what we need to do. We, we went ahead, then we just didn't know what to do. Mm. Killed our fucking game off, and that's what we were unable to do it. And I, I, I don't know, it is changing almost like a fucking mindset of our club. Yeah, but it is changing. In a while, I mean, things it's, come, are it's come a long, long, long way. I'm not yeah. going to deny that. The last, I mean, since um, since Arneson and that lot came in, since then, there's been a massive upward trajectory. Yeah. And the players have improved, the mentality has improved, but then there's marginal gains at this point. Yeah, we don't and shit the bed as often as we used to. I think we don't lose many games either. It's, so. almost, it's almost harder to get over this final hurdle now. Oh, it's it's the win, winning the trophies is the hard, hard, the most difficult part. You know, the, the, a gradual improvement is kind of easier to achieve than that final leap to, into, into glory, so to speak. Um, obviously, there was a massive tie last year against uh, Liverpool at Anfield. I mean, the last 10 minutes were crazy. Did we, we went one up with one yama strike, or was that one or No, no, no that, that was 1 1. That was 2 1. No, 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 There was penalty, penalty incidents. The Salah did that incredible goal. I mean, Kane missed miss a penalty. Kane missed then a penalty. Salah scored and then Kane scored. Yeah, it was Fuck madness. Hell. I mean, the Premier League in its very greatest. Um, but it was the fallout of that, I think, where this sort of rivalry really began to sort of take hold somewhat because there was bad blood between the two then because they were accusing us of diving. You know, do you know the reason, the kind of ground zero for my hatred of Liverpool is... The way they react, the way their fans react inside the um, inside the stadium. So everything, every foul, every nut touch, they're all over it. Everton are the same. It's something like about stoke. Liverpool. It's very stoky. Yeah, it's something the north. It's sort of like everything's an injustice. Everything, everything. The refs against us. The ref, the, the linesman's against us. Every, like everything's going Tottenham's way, and that it winds me up. That does something. And I, mean, I get it. It builds into the part of being successful and every, like a siege mentality, but it's also it's also like. Fucking grow up as well. What what annoys me about them? The point is, probably make me sound a bit fucking. Probably Liverpool fans listening to this now, anyway. Is that it's like we're Liverpool? Why don't you respect us? Kind of thing. Because yeah. you know um, we were this massively successful team in the seventies and eighties, and um, Spurs have never been at our level in terms of winning eighteen league titles and five Champions Leagues and all that. So how can you even talk to us? Kind of thing. And I don't know. I mean, I, I mean. After the semi at the semi final last year, Man United fans are saying, "Well, you've not won fuck all." And we were saying, "We were saying, Man United does shit." We're saying, "Well, you've not won fuck all." And and Liverpool kind of feel the same way. I guess a lot of the I guess I guess a lot of the top clubs feel that way. But Arsenal, they, so Arsenal and Chelsea have a legit rivalry. The other two, well, I don't know. Liverpool yeah, they fans exist, they, they mugged themselves off. Though. I don't know if you guys remember the story when Ferguson won his first league title, United. The Liverpool fans put a banner over the at Anfield saying, yeah. "Come back when you've won like 17 more." And then Ferguson came back and he retired. To be, to be fair, any just, football fan would do the same. I'm not, I'm not defending Liverpool there, but no, man, we'd do the same. That was brilliant. Well, look, okay, for they example, got mugged off um, over the course of two decades. No, of course, but if Arsenal, Arsenal yeah, yeah, have won 13 league titles, they've won two. 
And what if we won a league next season? Say, come up when you've won 13. Yes, you have to do that. You have to do that. You're not football if you're not doing that. You shouldn't have. They shouldn't have allowed themselves to have got mugged off. They shouldn't. No, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter about getting mugged off. Last two short, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last two short. You got. You have to realise how to get mugged off. I've been mugged off over a long game. It was. It was nice. The long game was good. The way they just got back. Yeah, yeah. Bit by bit, and they didn't have a counter at Old Trafford. Every year they would just pull one number back. I like the one thing that bothered me. Right, it's, it's a really petty thing. But they said that you, you told us to come back when we'd won eighteen or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. We're back. My, they shouldn't have said we're back. Two backs in a sentence. They said they should have said something. All right, hello, here we are. Yeah, <laughs> hello, hello is enough. Yeah, hello. Like that, it's such a weird back. Like, it's, fuck, you fuck that. You should, we've been waiting to bring that bag out for 18 years or whatever it is. To think of a joke, to think of yeah. wordplay. And you've yeah. used the same word twice in an eight word sentence, you yeah. fucking imbecile. Anyway, um, obviously, a pet hate. The, uh, the achievement is much better. Um, how do you think we're going to do going into the game? Are you confident? What's, what's, you, know, you don't have to give a prediction, but. Um, I'm concerned. Um, I'm concerned. I don't know how we're going to line up. I'm worried we might play into their hands. I, I said on Twitter that I would go fucking direct, bypass their fucking forwards, their midfield, and just fucking hit Kane quick and hard as soon as you can and try and use him to ruffle up um, Gomez and Van Dijk. He's go for two, two banks? No, no, out. no. I just wouldn't... Narrow game? I, I wouldn't try and pass out of defence yeah. because their fucking press is brilliant and their midfield... He will, though, won't he? We will, yes. <laughs> but no, no, no. when change. we played Liverpool against, uh, at Wembley last year, we went long, we went hard, and, and, it, and it worked. Long and hard. Long and hard, <laughs> and it worked. And um, if we score first, then, then we continue to stick to that plan, we'll smash them. But I just, I'm just concerned we will try and pass do remember, through. Do you remember we played against Dortmund, and we, we sort of soaked up their pressure for 40, exactly. 30, 40 minutes, but every time we broke, we looked dangerous because they gave us so much space. Was that an intentional tactic, or did we were forced to play I, that way? I think we were forced because the way Dortmund moved the ball. But I there's think nothing wrong with that conservative no, no, no. style and then hit the counter attack. Well, that's how Poch evolved. Because we were, I mean, what Bardi is saying is that Poch has can't start, but he doesn't tend to move from the game plan. But over the years, there's been little little changes. And last season, we did counter attack a fair bit, and the Dortmund game was a good example yeah. of, of that. I think even the Liverpool game. And I don't think there's a team that counter attacks quite like us. We don't have the speed of Liverpool, but. When you've got Ali, Ericsson and Son. Kane and Son moving with the ball on a counter, they're so fucking clever and so um, quick-minded that they might not have the legs, but they've got the ability with their brains to fucking kill you. Okay. What about you? About what? <laughs> is that strong, that bit? Yeah, it was a bit. I didn't realise. I bought three random beers and this is a 6.5. Fucking hell. I felt like a punch in the face. <laughs> um, I don't think we're going to get on. I'm still, I'm still confident, but... Um, I think Delhi is quite an integral part of our team. Mm. He gets called overrated. Does, does, people say it doesn't affect games, but he does the stuff you don't see. Um, someone did a really good little video, well, little Twitter video, about 14 seconds, and it, it was a goal he scored against Chelsea in the semi-final. His run and Ericsson seeing it. You know, these are the things you don't see. Then, the, then there's a goal he scored against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Ball over the top. Watch Delhi's movement. Just eyes. Mm. And the players will see that. And that's what we may miss. Because Lucas hasn't got that yet. Yeah. Uh, one good thing to note is Ericsson had a really good um, League of Nations game against uh, Wales. He looked on fire. He scored two nice goals. Uh, <coughs> I think one was a penalty, actually. So it doesn't count as a nice <laughs> goal. But the first goal was good. So yep. maybe he's turned the corner. Because we know Ericsson, when he's off form, he's not great. But as soon as... The season gets going hits, and he yeah. hits that run of form. He's great for the. Well, he's playing high up the pitch this season as well, so because there's a few more goals from him. Okay, we shall see. Uh, Lucas Moura's obviously been in the news this week, so it's just fucking our luck, isn't it? It's uh, he's just got player of the month. He's on fire. Everyone. <laughs> well, I said loves it's him. a lovely bloke we, as well. Well, mate, look, we at the beginning of the pod last week we was going. He's just lovely, isn't he? He loves yeah. football, and then obviously this news broke. Um, and I think T used the words. I'm struggling to think <coughs> of a nicer man in football. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> And you know what? Um, what you go, go, going behind the curtain a bit, Spooky just puts a link in the group. And I just thought, what the fuck is this? What's going on? Just give no context, just puts a link. Yeah. So after the pod, I learned that that link was Lucas tweeting the support for this guy in Brazil. Yeah. I thought, oh, for fuck's sake, I could have, no, could have done and known that in a pod, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spooky's setting you up, that's what it is. Um, so obviously, everybody knows, but Lucas Moura came out in support with a, a kind of right wing, extreme right wing politician, kind of a homophobic. Uh, xenophobic kind of guy um, and obviously it's div divided Spurs fans again similar feels like a little bit like the Aurier situation where a lot of people didn't want him 
there's a lot of principled people out there that are saying they'd I rather. I completely forgot about that. I thought you were talking about his throw-ins. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what did Oriet do? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. throw-in. Oh, now I remember. <laughs> oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, look, it's. I mean, it's comparable to the lorry situation as well. It's like, what, what? Where, where are you at with, with his comments? Like, what, what, what? what 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 what's <laughs> just what the fuck? What? Yeah, yeah. Um, what? Where I'm at with it now is just why? Why would he give his support to someone like that? But he must be desperate. The country must be desperate. Just why? Because it's all very well saying, well, you support a bloke who's an obvious cunt. You know, you're as bad as he is. Fuck you, kind of thing. Which is which is a, which is a, probably the fair reaction to a degree. But then. I've got to think, he's got to be pretty desperate to want something like that. The country's got to be in a state of disarray. I'm not an expert on Brazilian politics, but <coughs> to, but then, you know, Lucas is not hidden being devoutly religious. And what it seems to people like this guy and Trump to a lesser degree is that if they show, if they say that they're devoutly religious and people kind of buy into that and it's... I I have an issue with, with it all, really. I... I it goes beyond football, which is the issue here. Obviously, yeah. this is a Tottenham podcast, so it's hard to go into this. But generally, I've got an issue with people being outwardly pious towards someone's political leanings. And while I don't agree with Lucas Moura's politics at all, I think it's up to him what he what he believes in and what he 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 and who he decides to vote for and what he wants in in the political sense inside of his country and while i don't agree with it i respect his right to say it and just because he's a footballer for spurs doesn't mean he shouldn't be political it doesn't mean he shouldn't air his political viewpoint now i understand people have the right also to be offended by it but which is also a right but but it it, it doesn't mean that you you should be able to he should be penalized in any way Financially, or, or because you know being able to play football for Tottenham because of it, in my opinion, we live in a democracy where people are allowed to say what they want to say, even if it hurts your feelings or it upsets you, because that's the correct way society should be, in my opinion. Um, I think if people really feel principled about it, and one I would really admire if the, some of the people that have such an issue with him would perhaps not go to Spurs or or, or won't watch Spurs while he's in the team because that's what that that if you feel that strongly about this situation it isn't just hot air on Twitter then then you have to take a principal stand in order to make a difference and actually make a significant difference something that means something rather than just spouting 240 characters on Twitter because you're angry about something you know sometimes if you want something to change you have to sacrifice something and in this instance if you're that pissed off about Lucas Moura then perhaps sacrifice watching Spurs in my opinion if you feel that strongly if it's just bollocks and you're just you're spouting stuff on Twitter because you're angry about something then nothing's going to change and really all you're doing is filling the world up with more hot air that's how I feel I don't know you've got loving body I agree with Flav <laughs> um, <but laughs> I can't remember who the, the, the guy said I goes I might not agree with your uh, with what you have to say, but I'll defend with my life. You're right to say it. Exactly. I I, I feel like, I feel honestly I do feel the same. I, I you think that better than I can. I think he's got a right to say it, but it's just um, footballers are in a position where their words carry weight yep. and their views carry weight. So you can understand why people are kicking off about it. But, but it, then, but then I understand the, the it, people yeah. Yeah. P- people who are criticising Spurs fans for having a, an issue with it. Are, the, are some of the same? Some of them are the same people. Venn diagram, yeah. uh, same people who had an issue with Lineker talking about refugees are welcome and Brexit is a bad idea. Yeah, people, no, yeah, and the it, people are saying, "Well, he's not a Spurs legend, fucking blah blah blah," because blah, he's saying that. So you can't have a go at Lineker for his political views and then say, "Well, it's all about what Lucas is doing." So yeah, just, they've also got to pick a lane. Yeah, of course, and, and that's what I'm saying. I don't like. I feel the exact same way about those people. Um, I think they come from a more um, malicious uh, standpoint and, I, and I, pr- I have less in common with those type of people than I do the people that have an issue with more. I think I'm more closely aligned with them. I just think we live in a world where everyone's got a fucking opinion but no one really wants to do anything about it other than spout their opinion. But then the issue, I mean, not so much issue, but Spurs were, the players were seen as a good bunch of lads, air quote. Yeah. And 
that's what we kind of lived off for a long time. You know, we've got no John Terry's in our team. We've got no, <coughs> I don't know, Stephen Gerrard's or Wilshers in our team. And over the last, well, <laughs> over the last what month, we got? <laughs> we've got a drink driver and someone who supports a fascist. Yeah. And, and a homophobe in Noria. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. but so, we, so there's no we, moral high ground. But then, you think you think the people in there don't like. This is another thing. Is like the, the people like I Tory. Like Tory's a pejorative term. Like you're you're digging someone out for voting Tory. Fine, I understand it. But uh, but voting Tory doesn't make you a racist. Voting Tory doesn't make you a bigot. Doesn't make you anything of that sort. It means you have a, polit- a political upbringing a political standpoint that's different from yours that's it but no. when Tories use a pejorative term it's immensely irritating and if you if I'll you, still do it sorry no no I mean <laughs> no I get, I get what you mean no I mean in a serious sense like if you're just yeah. calling someone a Tory because it's funny that, that's fine I'll get that yeah. that's making a joke and I love jokes right that's fine I've got no problem with jokes <laughs> see the shit that goes in the WhatsApp group I'm not taking a principal thing about having a laugh it's fine I'm saying it when someone uses it with venom like a Tory is some sort of subhuman I don't I vote Labour I always have and probably always will but I know people of Otori and they're very good human beings who care for people. And the point is, is that Harry Kane probably votes, he's from fucking Chickwell, isn't he? Yeah. He's 100% a Tory voter, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So if you've got a problem with someone's politics and you've got, you've got an issue with, Colin, with, with, with conservative voters, then apply that to Harry Kane as well. On, but what will happen is you won't, you won't, you won't, because Harry Kane scores goals and Lucas Morrow bags a hat-trick against Liverpool. You'll be jumping around like everyone, everyone else. But then it's the um, fanaticism of the fans towards the players and the club. So a lot of people see themselves within the players. A lot of fans see themselves within Harry Kane. It's naive though. No, no, of course it's absolutely naive, but I'm saying that a lot of fans see Lucas Moore as someone who, as I said a few pods ago, is someone who had the world at his feet. Alex Ferguson wanted him, went to PSG, didn't really work out there. And as I suppose he got a second chance and he might shoot us to where we want to go. So someone like Lucas, you know, is humble, seems a nice guy and then he comes out of these views so people might think I've invested in this guy I rooted for this guy and now he's you know happy to, to for someone who yeah, actually said he's happy to see another politician get raped but he doesn't want to bother with it that's, what, that's, that's what happens in football you look at football and you find what makes you feel good people look at Van der Vaart for fuck's sake and they love Van der Vaart but you know he's got his issues people it's like it's, a woman it's, it's like looking at a fucking yeah. dog I, I'm gonna. I don't know where I'm going. Look how we talk. Sorry, sorry, to interrupt. Right. Right. Look how we talk about Ledley King, and you know the stories about him. You know what's been alleged around him. Yeah. No one talks about him in, the, in, in that way. They talk about him as a club legend. It's like it's because it's a hot topic about Moro. It's more of an issue than it is if our, our, our club captain in Ledley King has done something bad in the past. Which I don't know if he's true or not, but the reports are that he, he wasn't the nicest. He hasn't been the nicest person. It, in his private life to his those some of the people close to him alright I don't know if this is true but if it is and probably is you know I, do you know what I mean it's, it's, you can't pick and choose you, either you're you're principled about something or you're not and I know I know that Lucas Moura thing is a hot topic but if you're looking for nice guys in football then you're looking in the no, wrong place fucking wrong place it might exactly. be anyway should we move on you got anything else to say T? Um, well, I, I suspect we're going to talk about someone else who's been in the news and right. I'll probably come up in that uh, Lucas Moura I mean, <laughs> uh, I, mean, I, mean I mean I meant to say Toby Alderaud uh, <laughs> yeah um, yeah Hugo Lloris I mean we have touched on it last uh, well, the other week one with, with Wendy haven't we um, some of the details that came out were a little bit alarming very, very like, the sick, <laughs> like the sick all over the floor I mean, Jesus was that definitely Christ. his? Because there was someone else in the car as well. I'm kind of hope, hanging on to the fact that it was. They've all revealed that the person in the car is as mm. per an injunction. So I, is that true, the injunction thing? I hear, yeah. allegedly. I'm not going to say anymore. It's been reported on the trouble. internet, isn't it? Yeah. I can't, like, a few weeks ago, people were like, oh, he's French. He probably just had, like, a couple of glasses of wine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's fucking doing Jaeger bombs and all kinds of shit. <laughs> tiger, tiger. Fucking hell. Happy <laughs> Remember that, that drink with the bits of gold in it? He's probably doing fucking gold shaga yeah, all over yeah. the place. Well, do, you, do you think because of the details that we should then treat him, you know, punish him more harshly? No. Should he be stripped for, uh, of the captaincy? I thought he should, but... Um, Sometimes, um, I mean, I know you feel strongly about this, Clef, is that sometimes people talk about these things and pontificate about these things, but ultimately there's no action. But sometimes by having conversations, you kind of challenge your own view in a way, because That's I true. thought that maybe he should be stripped of his captaincy to make an example to everyone else. But then what happened to him was outside 
of Spurs. Now, Danny Rose went to the papers uh, and slagged his team off. So you're talking about how Danny Rose might have been treated well, more unfairly than Loris has I'm putting, and committed less of a crime. I'm putting the spotlight on Poch more than those two. Okay. Because Poch has treated them two yeah. fairly differently in the sense that Rose was probably rightly ostracised for the interview. Hugo Lloris has done something that he could have killed himself, someone, someone else. else. Worse, yeah. And obviously the worst case scenario didn't come to pass. And he's just... He, uh, I hear he got fined a quarter of a million by the club. Two weeks' wages. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> a lot of money. There's a lot of money. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how I feel about. It. Should he be sent to the captaincy? I don't know because if if Spurs go through a shitty run, and he's a captain and he did that, how are you going to respect that? Uh, yeah, it's tough. I, I, just to clear up the roasting, I think. The reason why he was ostracised from the club is because he undermined Pochettino's management. Of, and the group. And the group inside. So it made Poch's job harder to manage the team. In this instance, Hugo Lloris is obviously he looks crestfallen. He seems like a genuine guy. He admitted it and said, like, this is my mistake. He apologised to fans, apologised to everybody. And, uh, and the club have dealt with it accordingly and how they see fit. And... So as the law has as well. So in this instance, it's a different, it's a different issue than with Rose. You know, he hasn't necessarily made Pochettino's job harder, other than the fact that there's this issue hanging over his head. But he's still committed to everything Pochettino's asking him to do. So I think the worst case scenario of what he did though could have put him inside and lost someone, a son, a oh, daughter, yeah. Yeah, husband, ruined, ruined, wife. Ruined. So I mean, yeah, no, it's no so it's not. Something that can be taken lightly. I think, um, I don't know, I'm just kind of going off the top of my head here. Maybe they could openly support some drink drive charities. Just something. To raise awareness around the just, just something to that's, that's kind of absolve him a little bit. Because at the moment, it's, it's like, well, he's our captain. He's been fined behind closed doors. Let's not speak <coughs> about it anymore. I think he's probably not injured. I think this is a punishment period that he's going through to kind of like sort himself out. Um, he should probably be stripped of the captaincy, but sacking him, getting rid of him, no. If people make mistakes. It's a grave mistake he made, but it's a fucking mistake. We're all humans. We make it. Would, wouldn't it have been like clever of Spurs to say that he's not injured? We we have suspended him because of gravity of the situation, knowing full well that he wasn't going to play anyway. I'm not saying that's the right thing I, to do. It's, but it's difficult. It's difficult the because thing to do? if they suck, if they suspended him for a period and came elected. <laughs> what if he's oh, I don't know because maybe he's in rehab fuck knows he might be in rehab what alcoholism possibly <laughs> it might be an underlying problem and this might be, be and yeah. this might be the jolt that he needed yeah. we don't know um, maybe he's been given four weeks go go away go sort yourself out and deal with your problems maybe we don't know what's going on in their lives man because Spooky made a good point early on that we don't know what the collective the Spurs squad are like we don't know what they're like as a group we don't know what they're like towards each other well, we know a bit about them now <laughs> well yeah you know, racist homophobes <laughs> Tory voters Brexit voters <laughs> fucking I don't know all the other stuff bad stuff Bang out of should order. we talk about some good stuff mm. out of Aaron's comments were nice feels they, more they positive were. didn't it they were but do you oh, do you God. believe him no come on T I believe him Let's no I have, to, I have to ask a question though because um, he was persona non, non grata is that yeah. the right term yeah. last season and now what does that mean sorry I didn't know that it's a person who's just not really not favoured not, not liked true not welcome true but we don't I, I think we don't actually know what went on behind the, the scenes we'll and never he, know we'll he, always yeah, he was always outwardly and I get this might have been politicking but he was always outwardly supportive he was I wasn't always... talking about politicking this is once again us thinking we know what's going on we look at a face of a dog and we think we know what this fucking dog is thinking we don't have a fucking clue yeah. we don't know what's going on we don't know that Luka Lloris might be a drunk um, stop saying he might be a drunk <laughs> he might have an issue Lucas Moura it might be you don't know what we don't we don't know what he gets up to in his spare time mm. but we don't know what's happening to Alderweireld nobody knew last year how many ITK DMs did you have Tons. saying he's gone he, and he's now fucking no, playing the best one the best one we had is that he had a major issue that Spurs were helping him through and it's just like I don't know and he had babies all over the place when he's <laughs> all of a sudden he's, he's with his partner he's having a kid I mean the, I think the most realistic thing would be that we would pretty good defensively we had a set of back four and it was always going to be tricky coming back off such a long injury yeah. that, that, that it was hard for him to get back in 
Uh, the seasons are pretty much done by then, so it is what it is. Um, I still don't think Alderweireld is the player he was a couple of years ago. I think there's been a significant drop off in his performance, and I'm still not convinced in a two that he's our best one alongside Vertonghen. I think in a three he's wonderful, but in a two I still like Davinson. Okay. All right, fair enough. It was nice his comments, though, weren't it, boys? Really nice. No, it's nice. I mean, I mean it's nice he came out and said like they wanted me, and I had to stay, and all I had to do was try and fight my way back into the team. Well, he's got just a, saying it shows a good attitude. He's, he's got a sign of ting. He's got a sign of ting. Sort of, sort of coin a guna phrase, but he's got a sign of contract now, isn't he? I'm sure there's a contract in front of him. Allegedly, he rejected it. He's got to accept one. It's nice that he's back in the team. He's really it's nice. nice. It's nice like that him. we've got another player there that at least can. Well, I think at least seems to want to play for great us. Great distribution. Well, I tell, I, I, I tell you what, though. Um, you know when the team is announced an hour before the game and he was yeah. dying. What was the game? Yeah. Was it Newcastle? It was a game after that, I think. Fulham. Yeah, Fulham. Yeah. Is it, and the good. the crowd felt great when he was when he was announced that he yeah. was starting them in the ground. The fans were happy when his name was called out. Everyone cheered for him, yeah. and everyone's behind him. Yeah, and that was nice. I mean, even when Danny Rose was making his way back last season, the fans were singing his name. Yeah, and sometimes the fans will rally around. How do you feel about his Ajax tattoo on his arm? Don't have a problem with it. They're not they're not rivals, are they? I think Vertonghen often. I don't have a problem. Vertonghen often tweets um, about Ajax and Aji Seed. Someone will tell me what that club, means. It's yeah. like, like if I was. If was, was it his boyhood club? He played for played Belgium before that. Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I'd imagine we were, maybe maybe not. I don't know. A decent team. Well. I mean, I, wouldn't he? So he didn't. He didn't kind of go up through the ranks at. at no, Eriksson joined younger. I think Eriksson joined younger, but Vertonghen and Alderweireld played in Belgium beforehand. Oh, okay. Someone will tell me the name of the club. And but maybe he's just stayed, the Ajax have had a more last. No, no, ma- massively. I mean, they, he got a Spurs tattoo. What Spurs players have a Spurs tattoo? Just 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 asking generally because I don't know if any do. Don't think any do. Maybe we aren't the club that we think we are. <laughs> no. Some yeah. fucking smoking mirrors, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Everton signed a player. Everton, Propaganda. Everton signed a player with You'll Never Walk Alone tattoo on him, so, you know. Maybe we've got to sort this out in the next 20 years. Digna. Okay. Is that how I say his name? Okay. Lucas Dink, D I G N E. Oh, Digna. 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 Uh. Yeah, all right. I mean, look, we hopefully someone somewhere. Maybe Harry Kane. Has he got any tattoos at all? No, he doesn't. Tattoo, mate. No, he's like David Hayes, isn't he? Sorry, boxing again. Apologies. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think? Uh, do you think Adaro's selection back in the team stems from Poch's comments? Uh, you know that everybody has a second chance, and he stays true to that. Rose has been back in the side. Obviously, he came in last season. To be fair, but Adaro's the biggest one coming back in. Um, Winks coming back in as well and obviously Lucas Moura is important to us I know we didn't sign anyone but three players that had him play last season yeah. coming back in so no, I it's signings buddy it's kind yeah. of yeah three signings yeah. yes it's yes get in how it's much would they three a cost them three a cost that, that's like it. 75 mil worth of we play. saved 75 mil 100 million maybe Great. it's positive but it's a bit worrying what Pochettino said about Harry Winks today um, that the injury to his ankle might be a chronic thing that he's just got to manage throughout his career like Dembele and his <coughs> hip so oh, is it's a bit of a concern but he seems to be nearing full fitness now and he'll, he'll start before long alright we've got some questions um, uh, don't duck up on Twitter he says who is the greatest of all time female or male porn actor or actress Go and bar the floors, yeah, I'm going to go for <laughs> no, shit. No, no, because porn stars are very, very personal thing. You kind of look into them, what you're maybe missing in your in your real life. So you, right. Wow. <laughs> like, what, no, what, but that's what like, it is. So porn, what have you been... Porn is a, it's a, it's a fantasy world, and it's all about something you're never going to get. So they normally reflect that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, go on. I always tend to veer towards um, blondes with big tits. <laughs> I love your honesty. <laughs> I love your honesty. So, because... It like who then? No one... There's only one person I know in my life who went to a strip club and there was a, a stripper who looked like my ex-girlfriend and he went and had lap dance with her because it looked like my ex-girlfriend. Which what, he really, had a thing for your ex-girlfriend? Well, obviously, must have. Or right. to wind up body. Yeah, or to wind I wasn't it's, it's extreme, <laughs> extreme banter. But yeah. So, yeah, who, who is it? What's the name? Oh, me. for me, I, I like, I told you, blonde hair, big tits. So, Devon, Britney Sky, um, but, old but school Jenna. Jenna Jameson. But then I also kind of, I do quite like the, I like the Fallen stars. So, like, um, 
Farah Abraham, who was like this MTV. Is she alive? She's alive. Thank God. Farah Abraham was like she was on this um, pregnant at fifteen MTV documentary. <laughs> good God. And um, oh she's not fifteen God. anymore. I know. But then she that's turned. Not... She turned to porn to make money. So I quite like the the journey she's been on. <laughs> and her video is called Backdoor Teen Mum. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I can't That's a bit that journey. I wish we could have it as a title for the pod, but we can't. Um, <laughs> for me, it's difficult to say really, but I do like. Um, <laughs> I, I do, I do like. I looked at Marty then, <laughs> and he just at the end of all that, he just looked at the ground. Suddenly, <laughs> I'm a bad person. I'm a scumbag. <laughs> oh. I like the journey. I don't know. I like. I like. Do you um, think that the reason why she ended up doing it because she's sort of a bit broken? Inside. No, she's making shitloads of money. She. she, she that doesn't mean she isn't broken as well. Okay. Do you not care for these people? Anyone, worry about anyone that ends might. up in porn, whether it's female or male, Peter North, I'm sure he's had issues in his life, you know. Yeah. Um, Ron Jeremy, they've had things going on. There was an interesting podcast you know by John Ronson and um, called The Butterfly Effect. Everyone should listen to it, it's amazing. Mm. It talks about the butterfly effect of um, Pornhub on porn generally because it's reduced the demand and the money within porn. But it talks about this bloke who's a, who's a retired porn star and he got a medical degree and became a doctor. But it came out that he used to act in porn films and he lost his job. That's terrible. That's not fair. So what, someone goes the other way around, gets out of it and does better for themselves and yeah. he loses their job. That because they don't want him looking after them. You know what I'm saying is pathetic. It's not when people, all people have an opinion and, and, and that opinion generally can fucking end up, like even Lucas Moura have an opinion, like just shut your mouth. Everyone just shut their fucking mouths. We'd be better. Everyone just get, get on with your business. Everyone shut up. Stop having an opinion about everything. Lucas Mora, stop having a political opinion about everything. Aurea, stop sh- fucking talking about gay people. Everyone just shut your mouth. I just and the world will be a better place. I don't understand why people have to share their views on everything they believe, which is a current, it's it's really, very much a modern day thing in social media. some of the I just, out. I just don't get it. I've got views on many things, but I don't fucking tweet them out. Mm. I just keep them to my fucking self. So yeah. what's your view on the porn star? You haven't... Um, <laughs> well, okay, I didn't get to that, but, you know, it's difficult to really follow on what you've said. Um, with porn stars, I like, I like a bit chubby, a bit BBW. Um, yeah. I think Cherokee Diaz is one. People know. People who know know. Um, <laughs> current, know. The current one is uh, Maserati. Maserati. But I found out. Well, I can't say I found out. I, she, she's actually pregnant. She's about thirty weeks gone now. But this not, is still, really weird. Not, not still. She's, like, still she's, just, she's just doing that softcore girl and girl stuff now. Okay. What? Well, why she's pregnant? All right. Whatever. Well, not, not why she's pregnant, but but the greatest of all time. Um, it's like way. Lisa Rand's up there. Lisa, Lisa Rand. Yeah. She's well. Yeah. Uh, as, as, as for blokes, um, Lexington Steel <laughs> and, and Mandingo. Equal opportunities, those two. Preston <laughs> Parker as well. I feel I can't, I need to do a shout out for Jenna Hayes as well. Shout out for her. Uh, I think you guys have done enough. Um, no, I'm quite curious. Who? I like Pet, Pet Jensen, I think her name is. She's fucking beautiful. You know, is she Czech? You know what I'm talking about? No. Is she Czech? She's got no, very dark hair. No, no, she's like brunette, American. Check her out, she's beautiful, beautiful girl. Angela White's not bad, she's an Aussie. Um, but yeah. All right. Delta White is another one who started like high level porn, like pretty good. And she's descended oh into like. I tell you what, I've got into dogging. I've got a question. I've, I've got a question. I've got a question. You guys, are you got... like that? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's another journey. All right, guys, I've got. A... I'm sorry, Flav. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, have you ever watched a porn and recognised someone in it? <laughs> no, <laughs> like a mate. Not a mate, but someone you, someone you have seen around at least. No. no. I did that happen to me once. Can you talk about it in any way that's not going to? I don't know the guy. I don't know the guy that was. Oh, it's a guy. Yeah. Y- y- yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, what happened? Fuck! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go all out. Oh, no, no, no. Because I'm, I'm really ill and I don't want to edit. So please, you won't have to edit. All right. But um, okay. It's a UK actress, and I searched for her name and I put foot of her. I thought that guy looks familiar. What? No! Stop! 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 How, so, so how, how well did you know this person? I didn't know that well. It was someone who, I worked at the same company as him and I recognised his face somewhere around. And, he's done and it long. was 99% certain it was him. Okay. And that right. was just weird. Good Shit. work, guys. Did you carry on? No, I, I, I stopped the video and watched something else. Uh, Luke Bingham, he says, you're at a party and you're giving a mate, uh, mate too much coke. He's OD'd. Which member of the squad is helping you get rid of the body? The funny thing with this <laughs> is that every person I've named, I named Hugo as, a, as one of the most reliable person. He does that. Yeah. I said, Lucas is a nice guy. So whoever I name now, probably going to do something really awful. Just say Sissoko then. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter, does it? It's true. 
You need someone who can handle, you, you reckon, can handle body. Vincent Janssen, I think, would be quite useful there. Yeah, it's easy. Like, a dead body's quite heavy, so he could help pick it up. And get can you have anyone, anyone? Does that have to be a player? Could it be um, someone in Pochettino's. Um, Jesus. Yeah, I think Reliable. Jesus, Jesus is Doesn't someone. Doesn't say much. Reliable, gets a job done. Yeah. Doesn't make a fuss. Like a Mr. Wolf kind of character. Exactly. What's him. the keys of in Breaking Bad? Oh, God. Mike. Yeah, what's his surname? Uh, Ermin Trout. Ermin Trout. That's, that's Jesus. I pick Jesus Perez. <coughs> I go with that as well. Okay, next. Uh, next is Kieran Whippier. Clever, it's punty. Expressions. Uh, oh, is it? Uh, if if you that. could choose one Spurs player, past or present, to join your WhatsApp group, who would it be and why? It would be Graham Roberts. <laughs> no, not for you. No. Uh, I think he'd share some ropey stuff. Some Teddy Sheridan type stuff. Mate, every, I don't want to. Everybody, the amount of shit that gets sent through on WhatsApp, like everyone's, it's the worst. I've seen some horrendous stuff this week. I'm not even talking about porn, talking about that like, political stuff that Mate, I still want to. Right. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm talking about like the, the, just the shit, just like. Pins and bananas. I mean, it's all stuff, kinds of, yeah. and it's not always sex. Some of it's the worst stuff I've ever seen. I saw someone holding onto a windowsill the other day. And I'm watching it, I was like, oh, well, this will be fine. And this guy's filming him, and, she, and, and, and this person just slips and falls <laughs> to her death. No, die. Just die. I just watched someone die. Who gets that and go, I know the perfect person who's going to love this, and sends it to me? Like, what is that? What is wrong with us? Was there a woman in the windowsill? Yeah, it's fucked. I can't get it out of my head. She got smashed to pieces when she hit the ground. Fucking, what are you doing with your phone? I'm thinking of a title, mate. All oh, right, I thought he was going to show me something else. Then. <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm terrified of people videos that I get on, on, on WhatsApp. I'm not even squeamish, but this shit was dark. I don't open any WhatsApp videos in public. Anymore. So what players did you want to add, though? Um, I think guys would be quite funny. I don't know. I don't think I could have sent some um, semi-racist stuff. It's, hey, this is funny, isn't it? But yeah, like, yeah, it's not to really. To be silent. Uh, it's <laughs> fine, because like, you're... Yeah. Um, I, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of one now. Um... Sure. Stefan Dalmat. I reckon he said street fights. I reckon he put street fights in the group. I just want to know what he's up to. I bet he's, I bet he's having I, a good time. I bet he's ginormous somewhere. Absolutely <laughs> ginormous. Well, like Malaysia, something like that. It's like a massive pop star. Or in Cambodia. <laughs> I know what he's up to in Cambodia. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> nasty. Um, Alright, last, last one. Brandon L. Jensen he says if you could access a list of everyone who has ever jerked off to you. Would you look at it? This wasn't a question for the podcast. This is a tweet I saw and I thought it would be apt. Uh, I can't imagine anyone... Knock it. I, I, I haven't really thought about that. I reckon it would be a short list for me. But um, I don't know if I'd want to uh, see it. Absolutely I'd want to see it. 100%. But what, what would it be if like... What was the guy? What if a guy went to you? I mean, you? inevitably. You're on YouTube a lot. So someone probably has... What? Not what? Sitting, yeah. watching someone there's, sitting down watching football. There's a niche. Football. There's there's a niche. <laughs> to be fair, Flav, sometimes you do a lot of manspreading on, yeah. on Ball Street, so there might be might be an element of that. What do you mean? Well, you have to. You got your legs wide open. Yeah. So uh, people probably see that and see you there, and then you can see think, this yeah. is okay, isn't it? But those jeans aren't as tight as the ones you've worn on previous. You've, you've worn like various coloured, like pastel shades. All right. See anyone the out there, right? Male or well, well, many females, but anyone? I don't mind. Like you, fuck, you crack on. You, you, you fill your boots. I, I would like to know. So my DMs are open. <laughs> Anyone out there who's listening to this, I think not, all of our DMs are open. It could be not, not not one out to this podcast, or not one out to some sort of video I've been in. Right? Let me know via DMs. I'll, be, I'll never let you anyone else know. I'll just tell the boys. It'd be a but, nice um, kind of confidence boost, wouldn't it? I, I don't know. I don't think it'd do anything in that sense. I'm just curious. There might have been like accidental wanks over you, where you're someone. He's <laughs> <laughs> watching porn, and then all of a sudden the window crashes. <laughs> exactly. And then the non incognito window opens. You got a finish. You've like, gone too far. <laughs> I like. I like the idea of. I like the idea of like someone having like putting their sex playlist on with their missus and then it comes <laughs> to the end of the playlist and then our podcast starts <laughs> it's the fighting it's the fighting whoa, whoa, stop, stop. that'd be incredible yeah let, let us know anything I mean it would be hilarious and not actually I mean not even hilarious it's lit. I mean for, for some money I might be able to sort you out we could do like hand job or something fighting cock free cams or something yeah like something I don't know what free cams is it's where you go onto a website and you pay money to watch women play have you, have you, done, have you ever done that I know it exists Oh, you know it exists. That, that means you've definitely done it. Hello. Hiya. 
Um, oh uh, yeah, it's yeah, okay it's now. Don't it does you don't need to do it. Yeah, no, it's only half full. Thank okay. you very much. Ciao. Bye. That's a very good that, way to end. That's a lovely cleaner. Yeah, on, on that note, um, yeah, like I say, DM's open, let me know. For, I'd say a hand job would be, how much do you reckon that would earn me? Well, you give me someone a hand job? Yeah. No, no, without you, a glove? You, you tugging one off? Well, that, without a glove would be more money. No, I'm not videoing myself tugging one off. That would, like, no, but people pay to watch you. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that because I can do screen record. No, no, I'm not doing that, but we can meet up somewhere. I'll, tu- I'll, I'll tug you off. 200 quid to tug someone off. <laughs> right, 200 quid. If someone comes in, don't say anything else. I'm just putting it out there. My anal virginity is 10 mil. <laughs> got that 10 money. mil? Actually, so no, this is Soko. 10 million? No, maybe I'll drop it. Too. Yeah, you drop it for less. Uh, no, two mil, Soko. Two million? Two mil. No. So when I say anal virginity, is that a bloke pounding you or yeah. anything up your bum? Yeah, no, I'm, no, it's my, getting pounded. How so, much is your How much is your fee? Um, Everyone's got Whatever, whatever Neymar cost. So 200 million? Yep. No, you're, mate, you're rating yourself highly. Yeah, you're not worth it. Well, that. look, tell you what, yeah, if you can get... You're, you're basically saying you're not doing it for any kind of money. <laughs> no, well, this is it, yeah. This is, a, this, is a, this is how negotiation works. Go on. You don't start low in negotiation, you start high. If someone's prepared to spend 222 million to bum me, then spend it. Otherwise, you're going to spend it, then it's not going to happen, is it? I say you negotiate. Um, true. That's true, yeah, you start high, start high. <laughs> that's a bit too high. Uh, look, realistically, what's the lowest you go? <laughs> 220. <laughs> 220 <laughs> quid. <pounds>. Million. <laughs> Mate, you're basically saying you're not doing it. You're not playing the game. Yeah, I'm not, not doing, doing it. it. All right, what, what's the last I you get? I said a couple mil. Two million. I don't really want to get bummed by. You can barely buy a house with that. Think of what you could do? You, yeah, would you? Would you buy a? Would you? Would you get bummed? By but, it, for the value of your house, the house just given to you. I don't need a new house. But doesn't matter. No, no, but my house is not worth two million pounds. So would you would think about it realistically? So two hundred grand. Two hundred grand. No. So your mortgage is paid off. Two hundred grand. No, two hundred grand is too cheap. Fuck no. It's, I don't think it's that bad. You'd do it for two hundred grand. Two hundred grand, I one hundred percent do it. <laughs> it's, it's just an arsehole. It's not the end of the world. I wonder if you pick who does it though. Do happens, you pick who does it? Happens all the time. Somebody out there listens to this with that kind of money. Mate, crack on. Honestly, 200, I, I screw it with my missus, but if you've got 200 grand and you want to bum me, I will 100% be up for that. Think how far our podcast would go with that much grand. money. Yeah, well, no, I'm fucking keeping it. You can why? 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 That's selfish. <laughs> I, 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 it's my arsehole getting fucking annihilated. I do have a question, though, which is unrelated to everything we've just said. All right. We often get asked, why aren't we on Spotify? If anyone knows <clears> how to do it or can do it, Hook it up, otherwise don't ask us. It might be because of questions like that. Well, no, I know, no. It's, I know it's it. Well, get it done. No, I can't get it done. Well, because they, like, they don't serve ads and they cast serve ads. So it means you wouldn't get paid for any of it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we've had this conversation. No, we haven't. You've never said anything. Bro, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I should have told you. Um, I mean, look, it's, I know Spotify is convenient, but um, just download the Acast app. Okay, that's it. Boys, it's been lovely. It's been emotional. Yeah, thank you so much. And, um, Network. Sports Social Podcast 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 Network. 
Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.